13th floor. The 13th floor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. It's your moderator, B. Jones, and I am here one-on-one with the man, Coach K. Carol Kadaya. What's happening, bro? Uh, what's good, man? Uh, I think uh, I may have um, I changed the access code for the rest of the fellas. You see what happens? They're, they're stuck downstairs in the lobby. I guess they found out who, who, who wired the building today. Now they know. This is what happens when you get CEOs and they start to really flex that power. You know what I'm saying? Like you get just making all kinds of executive decisions and everybody else got to sit this one out, huh? Man, every once in a while, man, you know, uh, my, my gorilla is not a zero. So that means it exists. <laughs> I activate that gorilla. If you're interested in finding out about yourself, uh, hit me up. I can definitely put you on that four animals assessment. We can find out what, what animals you may have between the gorilla, the turtle, the uh, chameleon. Yeah, and, baby. Uh, yeah, chameleons in the building. Um, and the flamingo. Easy, easy. Oh, man. So, Put your uh, bright green shirt on today. You feel me, man? I got to represent for all my chameleons out there. I hear you. <laughs> not, too, not too often we get these one-on-ones, man. So I, I definitely want to start by um, – we talked a little bit about it, man, the relocation to Chicago, bro. Uh, you you stepping up in the in in the world of your your field and you know you taking that transition out there mid Midwest I guess how has that been Yes, yeah it's Midwest man so you know it's funny um, I look it's no secret I work for Carmax that's that's my day job um, that's where I've been for sixteen years right and 16. when you talk about starting from the bottom literally started from the bottom. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and, and now we're in a situation where my, my impact, right, and my influence could be felt outside of the department that I worked in. Absolutely. And, yeah, right. And, and, and you, you worked for me at some point, so you know what that was like. I feel and, like this has been so long in the making, though, because you basically, I mean, when I worked for you, you pretty much wore that hat you know what i'm saying you kind of you were the glue that, that held the store together you definitely put people in positions to win and it's like finally i've been up here for three years now so at the very least three four you were in maryland for what three years before i got here so what that's like five six uh, years i think i was in maryland what year did you get there 15 you got there 15 yes yeah, so i guess i was almost there three years when you got there so five, six um, years later, man, and you're looking at running your own store. And running all- my own store, right? And look, there have been people saying to do that for the longest. Hey, you have the skill set. And for me, it just wasn't on the radar because I was in purchasing for so long, and that's what I knew, and I had got to a point of mastery for that. Right. Uh, and the thing was is that, I had to realize, and, and, and Chris, we, we shouted out, Chris, Chris said, man, you got so much more that you can do. You know, why are you holding on to this title in this department? And it wasn't something that I hadn't been told before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I actually attempted to do it before, mm-hmm. but was told no. And, okay, no. And let me keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And it's not like, you know, I wasn't paid well or whatever, but 
when I realized, okay, Carol, you know what, you're holding back the ability for you to impact more people and really change the lives of people that work uh, in, 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 in contact with you every day. And when I realized that, hey, you know what, I can't just keep this gift within these four walls of this department, let me extend it out to the whole store. And in extending it out to the whole store, it also affords me an opportunity to affect a region as a whole, which I had that opportunity in person, but um, I think you get a little bit more where people can see you and you kind of expose yourself. So once again, diversifying um, the scope and the range of, of, of what you can impact and how you can impact. I want to talk about diverse, that diversification and that scope and that range. So was it different or diff, or not different? Obviously, it's different. Was it difficult for you coming into that enlarged scope and range and reach, basically, that you've come into? And the reason I ask that is because when I ascended to the position that I'm at now, the latitude with which I'm able to work with, I hadn't experienced anything like that before. So it took me a while to adjust, and I'm still really in that adjustment period where it's like, okay, I can make certain decisions. I can do certain things and really not have to, you know, ask permission when doing so. Whereas before, it's kind of like you got to send things up the chain and, you know, they yay or nay it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think what happens to people is that you don't always believe who you are until somebody tells you this is who you are. And I, I think that's what happened to you. You didn't necessarily hold on to this is who Brett is, right? And, and when you worked for me, I started kind of pushing you that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, like, right? That, that's how you're the moderator of the podcast. That's how you, you own this. Because that wasn't your thing. You were kind of that background I'm going to do all this heavy lifting, um, but I don't want to be out in the forefront. And I kind of pushed you out. And I think for me, I was already doing the work. And that's what I always tell people about promotion. In most cases, you're already doing the work. And once you have grasped that you're doing the work and you consistently do it, then you reach to a point where you get the title. So the title comes as the reward for the work that you're already doing. And that's why what you are doing to get you here. Like there's a book that says what got you here won't get you there, but what got you here won't keep you here either. Right. Because we're expecting more from you now that we've given you this title. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's that's a piece that people miss. They think that, Oh, I've put in my time. I put in my work. No, you put in your time and you put in your work to get to this point. Right. Now it's time to Now what else do you have in your skill set that you can show me? Again, part of the, the diversity piece, which people have a, a, a total people have put into a box what diversity is, but I'm sure we'll get into that later. Yeah, man, I want to stick with Chicago a little bit. So you've been out there how long now trying to find a house? Man, I've probably been out here for almost going on a month trying to find a house. Uh three weeks. Let's so say. long enough to get acclimated with your situation and surroundings. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. Well, before we get into that, let's talk about how it even ended up being Chicago. Because most people were just like, well, you just came back from the cold. Why would you go from the cold? You made it close to home. Four-hour drive down to Miami from St. Augustine. Uh, and then you turn around and you go to Chicago. 
And it was in line with the whole, look, diversity and inclusion. There were some other things on the table, such as a Birmingham. And I, I, I wasn't feeling that at all. I was like, no way. Uh, MLK went to jail there and I'm definitely not MLK. <laughs> right. And now, you know, I have a wife, I have a son who I'm not going to expose either one of them to a certain mentality. And people, oh, no, it's not like that. But when you talk to people from there, they're like, oh, it's absolutely like that here. Mm -hmm. So I declined that. Um, what else was on the map? Uh, we had a Georgia, Georgia store. Georgia was on the map. Yeah. Georgia was on the map. Um, and then the part of Atlanta we wanted to get was not in the cards, right? Got turned down for that and got offered Savannah. Mm -hmm. which, Savannah, that's yeah. Cool place to visit, but there's no diversity there. Right. And diversity is so important to me. When I look at it, look at the places that I've been. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, grew up in Miami, worked in Virginia, Maryland, D.C., back down to Jacksonville, St. Augustine area, which that's the most country place I've been since I've been alive. St. <laughs> Augustine, Jacksonville. Uh, and when Chicago came up, it was, okay, there's a level of diversity there. Uh, and that seems like where we should go because I feel like diversity is the key to our personal wealth portfolio. The same way that you diversify your monetary portfolio is the same way you should diversify your personal portfolio to get the best return for your investment. So when I look at me being in the international studies program growing up, uh, my family being from Trinidad, having family from Venezuela, being exposed to people from all these different cultures, I feel like that's what's enabled me now to do what I do at the level that I do it, to reach out to people, to be able to connect with just about anybody. I mean, mm -hmm. you saw our team in Maryland. Mm -hmm. Our team was, it looked like the United Calls of Benetton. Like, we, we look like we could have had our own Olympics. <laughs> we could have had our own Olympics, right? And right. I think that those diverse backgrounds is what made it, what made it successful. And it wasn't just nationality. It was, we had a female. Uh, we had Asian, African. Uh, you, you name it, we had it. And right. we could pull from those diverse backgrounds. But the next step of diversity is the inclusion piece because some people think that just by checking the box of I've hired somebody from another race or I've hired somebody for another sex, but then you don't include their background and ideas in what you do. So that's how we got to Chicago. Now, the trick is since I've been in Chicago, yes, diverse, but there is not a whole lot of inclusion going on. I was say, is it that inclusive? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been to Chicago. No, man. Times, it's highly segregated. Yeah. Highly segregated. Everybody sticks to their little group. Uh, and even in the living areas, mm -hmm. that's been part of the challenge is trying to find some place with some diversity to it. Because, again, I want my son to get the same advantage that I got. So at this transitional point in your life and mm -hmm. now knowing that diversity and, and inclusion is it, and you know, we're going to get into a little bit, well, you've already defined that, you know, for the listeners, 
what was it that like was like bam that was it you know what i'm saying like how do we find that lane that niche area to like propel ourselves and go forward in it is funny that you say that because so i didn't necessarily yes we look at diversity as race sex but diversity is so much more diversity it's all around us and people don't realize it so if you think about music do you listen to the same genre of music all day every day that gets pretty boring like when you go to a party and there's a dj what if that dj only plays one genre you're gonna say oh this party sucks right think about food do you eat the same foods every day if you ate the same food every day if i just gave you carrots every single day how many days would you skip eating I don't know. I like carrots and they help you see well. So, you know. Right. But if you knew <laughs> that there were other options. Yeah, no. That's just, give them to you. It's you like, var- no, man, variety, diversity, like that, what they say, that's the, the spice of life. You know, you the want The spice that. of life. Stock portfolios. We mentioned that earlier. They, see, they say the key is diversification of your portfolio. Right. I, t- I take it to a biological level. You have dogs. You have pure breeds. And then you have mixed breeds or what they call mutts. Well, what people don't realize and understand most of the time is that the mutts and mixed breeds have a better longevity and a health factor than a pure breed because the pure breed only gets this one set of DNA, one set of traits. And as they go through, once they develop certain sicknesses, that sickness just keeps going over and over and it just keeps spreading within the pure breed. So most people know, know now that you want a designer dog that is a mixture and is going to last longer, is going to be better for their human counterparts from a hypoallergenic standpoint. Hmm. But then we don't equate the same thing to people in what we do with our businesses and what we do with culture. And that's crazy because the, the, diversif- the diversification factor, it just plays such a large role. Like just the experiences, the perspectives, the know-how, the, your, your level of intelligence is so limited when you were only able to see from a, a when you're only able to see out in a box, like when you're boxed in, that, that diver- diversification just, it, it takes everything to the next level because of the experiences and, and mm-hmm. the value added from that. And when you look at being a father now, that, that's giving me a whole nother viewpoint on it. Because when you look at kids interacting and uh, we started taking uh, Asher to the little gym, mm-hmm. which is something that Art put me on to, that Faison put me on to. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the kids, they don't have any preconceived, oh, I play with this child because they're my same race. That doesn't exist. Like we claim that people always want to go with who looks like them, who they're comfortable with. That's not nature. We Mm -hmm. start out open to everybody. Especially when you see something that's different. Like it just draws your attention. Exactly. And the inclusion piece is, is, is the key because you watch these kids having fun and they're doing something and they want to get the next child next to them involved. They don't care what they look like how they speak. Hey, I'm having fun. Come have fun with me. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how much money your parents have. I don't care where you were born. 
come on, let's do it. And that inclusion piece is there for them. And then through learned behavior, they assimilate what we do. And that's, that's the key to all of this. And I think that's the key to you, to humanity overall, is realizing that it's not just a matter of the privilege and what you have access to. If I have access, then I should provide my fellow man with access. And how we get here and into this lane if you go back and you watch early podcast episodes, man, where were we at? We were at uh, believing in your dreams, empowering people to achieve. We were at uh, helping male divorcees, <laughs> right? You remember that? There were so many things, and yeah, what we- came out of what came out of all of it. And look, shout out to the ETA for continuing to push me. Shout out to Chris, who's not with us anymore, for keeping the for, for continuing to consistently push me to nope, keep keep thinking, keep thinking. I remember coming back to you guys like, no, nah, they didn't like that, and you guys were like, what? That was perfect. Like, man, listen, there was a couple times where I was just I was ready to go into the room and do the pitch, and I'm not even that guy, but it's like, yo, you can't tell me that this doesn't sell, but you know, exactly. But then what you get from all of that is look at the diversity of the experiences that I have gone through. And then you put that into a parallel plane with my career and what I've been able to do. And you start to realize because of diversity of my background, because of diversity of my experiences, I'm able to relate to people and connect to people and push out a better result than what somebody that hasn't had that before. And I think there are people out there, yes, you've checked the box. You've hired somebody that is of a different race, a different sex, but you still have not included what what makes them great. You haven't included what got them to this point. And I say that to say, if, if you look at folks like you and I, when you come and tell us we don't have the money to buy more supplies. Well, that's cool, because when we were growing up, our parents didn't have the money for us to get new school clothes. Right. So we're going to figure out how to make do with what we've got. <laughs> that mind state alone, man, I had a situation happen earlier. We never can get into it in the pockets, but that mind state alone, just the willingness to do what it takes to get mm-hmm. someplace, man, it's just missing. Yeah. It's just missing. Or when you say, uh, we got to make some budget cuts. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It doesn't bother me. I got divorced and my whole bank account was cut. I didn't have any access, nothing. And I survived that. Right. So we got to have budget cuts. Let's have budget cuts. That resiliency that we've had built in us because we came up in a system that was not designed for us. So when you say you want to put on that new project, or you want to explore this new avenue that we've never done as a company, cool. We're ready to come up with ideas because we've had to come up with new ideas just to exist and to, to, to progress, period, to this point. So we're ready. We're your people. But most time we don't get leverage for those ideas because we don't look like the people in charge. We don't speak like the people in charge. And they think that we don't have anything of value. Whereas if you go in and you leverage your people, that don't think the same way you do, you're going to get that outside of the box thinking that's probably going to put your company or your home or whatever it may be to the next level. So if you're listening, 
Fortune 500s, Fortune 100s, even the MBEs and the SBEs of the world. We can get you to the next level. We can show you how to utilize that talent pool that people talk about is uh, such a hindrance to the growth of companies if you let us. Go ahead and check my man out, Coach K, Diversity and Inclusion. He's going to leverage that talent. Um, it's one thing I do want to talk about that I think has been very prevalent and just amongst our core group, man, mm -hmm. and that's the loss of life, but how that loss of life has been more so of a catalyst or helping us transition in different stages of our lives. So uh, we talked about Chris, who's no longer with us. Um, but there's also been several others. I had a profile. We talked about him as well. Uh, Zirian Simpson. Zirian uh, Simpson, yep. Also Carmen, a very close <clears throat> friend of you and Mike D. Yep. Um, all individuals who lived and lived like to the fullest um, and were seemingly to us taken away at such an early time, but still are with us and help us motivate and transition through life. So I want to talk about that a little bit with you and how it directly impacts you and what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. I would say a lot of times we look at death and we look at it as something that's sad and, and we grieve. But then I also think that if you get the lessons from these people that have passed, that there's life after death. And the reason why I say that is because you realize, and you said that the three of them live their life to the fullest. And, you know, last year we had a bang. And so that's four people that we know of within pretty much a year. Right. And if you think about it, there was so much more impact that they had left for the world that they didn't get a chance to put out. And it's just a reminder that, and I know for our group, this is what it's been. And for me, it's been, look, stop waiting to put out a message. Uh, don't wait for the perfect moment because what is, my, what is my imperfect moment might not be your perfect moment. You know what I'm saying? What's my imperfect moment could be your perfect moment. Right, right, right. right. I don't know when the timing of the message is going to hit you and when the message hits you, you don't care what I look like. You don't care what the background was. No. You, don't, you don't care. The message just hits you and it gives you that, that encouragement or that push to do what was necessary. And in the death of these individuals, it's that push for us to do what's necessary. And the charge to our immediate group and the charge to the listeners is, look, if you're not seeing stuff from us, then you need to push and there are people around you that need that push. Don't wait until you die to be the inspiration that a person needed. People always say, don't bring me flowers when I die. Well, don't be an inspiration in death. Be an inspiration while you're alive. Absolutely. Because, again, as I've always said, we have these gifts and it's not about us. It's for, it's for other people. Right. The gifts not do anything. Huh? <laughs> I said, that's day one. We talked about that's early podcast. That was first yeah, one. Yeah, talking about early podcast. <laughs> exactly. The gift is not for, for you. It's yours. It was given to you already. So you're not learning your gift. You're learning how to better use your gift when you apply it. And again, the more people that you apply that gift to, you diversify your experience and you learn how to better use it. You up the power of your gift. 
Man, Coach K, I think we did a lot in about 25, 30 minutes, bro. How you feel about that there? <laughs> Listen, uh, one, it's very different without the rest of the fellas on. And people don't realize how much it takes to have the dynamic of the different personalities. And what we've gone through episode one to now because there's so much growth individually because of the diversity of the experiences that everybody has been exposed to. And we've all been doing things individually to improve our life position. And because we've shared those experiences and we are inclusive of each other, it's catapulted everybody to a different level. So when you look at a fresh who, look, there are very few DJs and he's more than the DJ, but there are very few DJs that have the ability to make music seamless through multiple genres. You can see Fresh play rock. Listen, that rap. first mix, the first mix I heard of his and the way he was transitioning between the EDMs and the trap, just that alone had me like, okay, young man, go ahead, get yourself. Get, get, go ahead. And, and, and that's somebody that has gotten into the inclusion of the potential of their the diversity they expose people to. Right. Right. Uh, look at a BJ who is, is on a million, the press, big, dog. like yourself, and he's right there on the tip of, okay, I'm more than what I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's seeing and getting exposed to all these people that we've encountered and realizing, man, I got what it takes to do so much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Mike D, right, who since the death of Carmen and some other folks, and he's seeing there's so much potential that I have. And because he's getting exposed, we've all been exposed to people that have become successful in a very short amount of time. And we've seen that. We have so much talent amongst us that what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? And then showcasing it in the right light is the thing that keeps it from, or that takes it from one level to the next. Yeah, and and just put it out. We're waiting to do these million-dollar actions, but we already got million-dollar talent, and we're waiting for that million-dollar moment. You don't know. You don't know when you're going to hit the lotto. No. You just keep playing your numbers until you win. The people right. that win play the same numbers over and over. Find what your number is and keep playing it over and over. And people are going to benefit from it. And eventually you will win. But we put that win. We, man, you know what? I only got this one chance. Look, take as many chances as it takes. And the exposure to those chances is going to make you that much better. And sometimes, look, we're just not ready for that million-dollar win. That's one thing I don't think people, like, pay that much attention to. And it, it, didn't, come, it didn't become clear to me. But I think, um, you know, Jay is a great example of what you're talking about with Try for 52. I was going to talk about Jay. Yep. Jay is a great example of that. But just going and going and realizing that all of these experiences are preparing you for that million-dollar moment. And as long as you try – and, and give an honest effort and you working at it, you know what I'm saying? Like you grinding, you hustling. Mm-hmm. Once that million dollar moment hits, you out, you out the window. Same thing with art and Alfio Enterprise. 
look, I mean, just look at the last 30 days for Art and where he's going. And we know, oh, that's, that's a win. We know that win is coming. Mm-hmm. And we're all trying to line up behind it and push it and make it happen. So this podcast, if people really listen and they're not just there for the, look, we talk about some random stuff sometimes. And again, that's just the diversity of the group. And we include everybody. And that's why I don't jockey for position, right? Like I just gave you 25 minutes. We're probably on 30 now. And if people listen, they're going to get some nuggets out of it. But that's the same thing people do in corporate America where, oh, I'm supposed to be on top. So I'm going to talk over everybody else because you don't know what you're talking about. You don't have my experience. And I'm just going to keep talking. But there's so many things that I learn every single week from everybody else on the podcast mm-hmm. and, and, and being on the podcast, I don't know about you, but it's taught me patience. It's taught me, look, there are many different ways to say the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if that's a subtle shot or not. <laughs> but, but, but it is, but, but here's the thing, right? It's only because we talk to each other every week, multiple times a week, that it right. seems like, man, you're saying that again, or mm-hmm. you're rambling or whatever. But to somebody else, they're hearing it for the first time. Right. And the way I say it, or the way Fresh says it, yeah, it's very different, but they may be tuned to his frequency more than they're tuned to my frequency. Absolutely. That's all so how it gets delivered. And again, that's, it's funny the goal of the podcast and the lane that we were in when we started, I feel like it's run parallel to kind of my changes. And we realize we got to leverage everybody because there's a little piece of our audience for every single person. Mm -hmm. And we get a complete package with everybody on. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be times where somebody might kind of zone out because this person didn't say something that really resonated with them. But then somebody else is going to say something like, ooh, got it. And all it takes is that one statement from any one of us to to impact somebody's life. And it's coming from all black males who, as far as the general uh, non-inclusive society is concerned, we don't really have much to offer. But I challenge anybody to go listen to 10 episodes and tell me you got nothing. Can't do it. And if you can do it, let us know in the comments, man. Let me let me know where you didn't get anything from. We'll go back and rerun that tape. But um, absolutely. Oh, appreciate your time, K. Man, it was a very very good episode, man. I'm glad we gotta do this more often. I think we're gonna have to set aside some time, maybe maybe once a month, with each one of the fellas, man, where they just come on one on one with the guy. Hey, listen, we did it to start out, and we're getting real close to episode 100. I know. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's hard, man. It's hard, ladies and gentlemen. Podcasts every week, we missed a couple here and there. But for the most part, having that content, consistency, and seven at sometimes different perspectives and different topics, man, like it's, it's, it's been fun, man. I can't wait till we get to this 100th episode, man. I can't wait for you guys to come up here to the DMV, hang out with your boy. Yeah, and, and people don't understand, but we, we come up with an outline of what we're going to do most of the time but you never know what somebody's going to say because we don't always put out the outline too far in advance because we don't want people to come off as scripted 
we want people to be their authentic selves. But in that authentic self, you might end up so far away from where you wanted to go. Uh, and then you see me start to hang my head down and you just don't, one day it, it would be cool if we could do a video projection of the comments that we're typing to each other while the podcast is going on because that's just a whole nother level of, of, of comedy and humor. So we'll have to do that one day. Uh, maybe we'll include that in, in one of the, um, the blooper, blooper episodes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. is our man, man. He's a jack of all trades. He's going to figure out some technology, technological advancement that's going to enable us. He'll figure out how to record his screen or something. Yeah. You feel me? But that's it, man. That's great, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you love what you heard, Make sure you subscribe. Give us the five-star ratings. Give us the comments in, uh, on all our social media platforms at 13th Floor Please on Instagram, Facebook. You can catch the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Catch the videos on Vimeo and YouTube. Get connected with us. Let us know what you think, man. Coach K, you got Absolutely. anything else? You good? Yeah, man. Uh, I heard Denzel say in a clip, he said, what is the price of too much information? I don't know if you saw that one. I don't think I saw that one. So he was basically talking about technology and all this technology. What's the price of it? And the price of it is that you get distracted from Mm -hmm. your million dollar idea, your million dollar action. Mm -hmm. Because as humans, when we're born, we are naturally inclined to be diverse and we want to go after every little thing that comes by. That's why you change your workout over and over when you see a new workout. That's why you always want to try a new food. That's why a new app comes out. You want to download it because we are naturally inclined to be diverse. And what happens is for some of us, we stall on one particular thing and never advance from that. And it happens to us in how we speak, It happens to us and how we interact with other people. And because you stall, you never get to your maximum potential. And the the diversity is really just there to give you options. And then when you decide to get into that one lane that you're going to master, you now impact so many more people because you've maxed out your lane. Now you can help other people get to their lane. And that's my job. That's what I do. Diversity and inclusion, I help you with your company, your business, uh, your relationships. How can you be diverse and include the other people around you and use what they've mastered to now raise your personal portfolio? And how can they get connected with you, sir, to make that happen? Man, you can email me at carol, K-E-R-R-O-L, at carol.com. <laughs> you got a name like mine. You can do things like that. You can have your name at yourname.com and that'd be your email address. Uh which it's also the website, carol.com. So the website will be up and posted soon. Uh Fresh is probably mad at me now because I'm supposed to get him some uh some written content for it. But uh it's coming. And in the meantime, yeah, email me, Carol at Carol.com. In the meantime, Fresh, use all these sound bites, man. I think we got uh, plenty commercials off of this joint right here. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I think it got old school. Amazing.
the 13th floor. The 13th floor. floor.